uh, stuff that I've been doing. I sent it a couple of weeks ago. She probably was sick, Rodney. So I need to ask her if she got it because it has it has really been helping me. And you guys know if I get up at that time of morning to do it, it just I I actually skipped like two days, and I could truly tell the difference in my life. But um, I have to share this uh, guy's name that someone shared with me, and I just have really been listening to him, and he has this 37 minute of meditation for the morning. He has several, but that's the one that I tend to just like, and it works for me. And so I've been doing that in the mornings, and it's actually 37 minutes of so it has been, it has helped. Like I, I made sure because I was just feeling so frazzled the last two days. And I and I said, I know what the difference. I have skipped my meditation part, but it really does. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight with our random talk is just taking time out for ourselves, you know, and no matter what, you know, you just have to take time out for yourself. I was sharing that with Sella and Brandon, you know, and, and I know for you guys, it's probably can register Rodney with, with them being new parents. They're so, they're, they seem to be so gung-ho about getting that time in with her and, you know, not wanting her to stay overnight until at least she's a year old. But you can just see that they're tired, you know, and I get her a lot. But mm-hmm. a few hours here, a few hours there, I don't know if it really um, – it's the same as just one good overnight, you know, just alone, you know, just them to, yeah. you know, their, even their mind is not in that baby mode because I don't know. I don't know. So I was just kind of sharing and I've been really on this thing about my, my time, my time, you know, just either at Shelby Farm, but even if it's 15, 20 minutes, just that time where nothing, nothing is I won't say important, but it's just about quieting my mind mm-hmm. and basically so that I can hear and think and 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 relax my spirit and just get some get some stuff back in me that I've given out you know for so long, and it doesn't mean I'm giving it to people, but you guys just existing in this world, just going to work um just living is giving it out. And so I've been very intentional about making sure that I get it back in in my in my way. So, um, but other than that, Rodney, you know, I'm, I'm good. Um, lots of news to share, but I won't I won't share it tonight. But lots of things <laughs> going on and have been going on in my life is. Um, so, but life is, you know, life is what it is, and life happens, and we just have to. Let it happen, grow, learn, move forward, and keep 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 going. So that's what's been happening on this end, just life happening. But I'm glad to be back me, and, and just get on for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I think you I think you touched on something that that is very key. Um, I think it and and I think it is the key to. Um, and I won't say it's the, the only thing, but I think it's a huge part of our success. I think it's a huge part of um, happiness. I think it's a huge part of our peace um, and, and, and all of the, the good things in our lives, and, and that is focusing on 
yourself or taking time for yourself or even just remembering yourself. I think far too often we allow um, the cares of this world to consume us to a point where we forget that we exist. We forget that we um, are living creatures as well. And when that happens, eventually we break down, whether it be physically, mentally, spiritually, or all of the above. So I think it's important to remember that that we're all here um, for a reason and for a purpose. And if we're not careful, um, we can we can be sidetracked, or we can you know um, fall behind in the, the 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 life that we should be living just by getting um, bogged down with 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 things that can wait or things that you know should not be at the top of our our list of things to do. Um, you know, and I, and I was talking to some people at work about this today and how, excuse me, we, we, we hear a lot about eating right and, you know, exercising and, you know, those things. But it's rare that we hear about the impact of stress and what stress does to our minds, what stress does to our bodies, um, what stress can do to relationships that we have with other people, what stress can do to families. Um, You know, so just taking the time to make sure that we're okay. You know, a lot of times we like to call and, check on, you know, relatives, we like to check on our friends, you know, but sometimes we we have to check on ourselves. We have to, you know, be still or we have to go um uh, like you said to Shelby Farms or you know, we we have to find that place where we can just hear. Even if we're just listening to silence, we need to find that place where um we can just be free. Back over to you, Tim. I agree, Ronnie. As you mentioned, um, check on yourselves and, and or ourselves. You know, I want to say this. It's also important, you guys, to check people out of your life. I am so serious. People will get you so caught up, and we allow them to, for whatever reason, um, and, and again, there's so much to share, but I'm 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 not really ready to share in in the in the detail mm-hmm. that it needs to be. But one thing for sure is that one way to get your self back, eliminate some stress, is eliminate the people that bring it on. And I mean simply just for no reason at all, just because this is the way they choose to do life. Mm. And so I just. I got to the point where I blocked some people, some, some important people, and I just simply <laughs> blocked them. And when I tell you that I had days 
of just pure peace. And that's when I realized, wow, this person and this person and this person has been stressing the hell out of me. And when I thought about it, like, and why? Like, why do I allow it? Why have I allowed it? And so I think we've been taught to, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of, cliche, it, it, it's kind of twofold, it's kind of just crazy because as I say this, like we've been taught to be, we are, we are selfish people, but, and we've been taught to that, that we should take care of people, and we think that we do that, but we really are selfish, but at the same time, we don't take care of, of our spirit, that's what I'm going to say, we don't take care of our internal needs. So our output is just not good. It's not good. There are some people, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, um, when I well maybe about a month or so month ago now, when I was at Shelby Farm and I was filming um, the buffaloes. I think that's the buffaloes and some other whatever I was filming. And this certain person said to me, "There's something wrong with you." But apparently, he, he saw the video and. Said there's something wrong with you. You're not you're not normal. I said you're damn right. I am not normal. You, I, and I I'm thankful mm. that I'm not because there's something wrong with you normal people. I am not. <laughs> and so for somebody to be so so just into themselves to where my my joy that I find out in this nature makes you think that I'm not normal and that there's something wrong with me. I was just like you're right. You are so right. And so it's just even little things like that. And so if you, if you don't get joy out of it, it doesn't mean that a person is not normal or there's something wrong with them just because I'm not posting women with no clothes on and dropping. That's, oh, Lord, excuse me. That's not normal. <laughs> that's the stuff that I think is not normal. But I'm not calling saying, you know what, there's something wrong that you're this, at this age, and you get some satisfaction out of posting something on this, like this, public, having children, mm. that's not normal to me, but that's your yeah. thing. And so I am at a point, Rodney, I'm letting people be because I'm going to be. And mm-hmm. I might be this way today, and I might be another way tomorrow, but that's my choice. <laughs> I'm going to do my thing, and I'm going to let you do yours. And if you have a problem with it, you're just going to get blocked. If I ask you, look, don't call me with it, I'm not for it, you're just going to be blocked. And and I don't care who that is anymore. Like, literally, I do mm. not care. Mm. So that's part, back over to you. That's part of my random talk. <laughs> I like it, Tammy. We have a caller, so I'm going to bring them in. Uh, area code. Five zero four. Last four digits are seven zero three seven. Call you on the air. Good evening, folks. How you guys doing? Hey, what's up, brother Trent? How are you? Williams. <laughs> I'm trying to figure Listen out how y'all gonna have a random thought. Yeah, how y'all gonna have a random <laughs> thought or a conversation without me? I'm trying to figure this one out. What's going on, with y'all? <laughs> you are always invited, my brother. <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? I see you guys got some random thoughts going there talking about stress and everything. Um, 
They're absolutely right about that, Tammy. Blocking folks out who, who stress you out and, and what have you. And uh, that, that's a wonderful thing. We could actually do that. But you got to, you know, you got to reach some point. You have to get to a certain level where you can actually block those folks out and actually check up on yourself. When we're so used to being caregivers, sometimes you have to take that break. But you have to reach a certain level and dig within to get to that. So the average person can't get there. So that's why most folks are yeah. not normal. So, Trent, I have a question for you. I'm going to see how you feel about it. What if you were one of the people that I what, what what if you were one of the people that I blocked? How you feel about that? How you gonna block me? You <laughs> talked to me a couple of weeks ago. I'm joking, y'all. I can't be blocked out of your life. Like, you didn't like, know like, this was for life. Does that change the game at all? Uh, I was no, like, I was like, no. oh no, we're gonna end the show. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm joking. I didn't block him. I didn't block him, y'all. Exactly, exactly. No, I but uh, no, I just saw I saw you guys having a random conversation, random thoughts, and thought I'd chime in. And you know, today's a good day. What are some things that have been on your mind, Trent? Honestly, uh huh. Um, yeah, with, with with the past five months, I've had some great loss, and uh, yeah, it took some time to to reflect. And um, a good friend of mine, who will go nameless, Tammy, told me um, to actually <laughs> focus on the, the good memories because I was actually soaking in my in my, my sorrow, man, for a while. You know, when I lost my brother in April, and then two months and ten days later, my mother, my lifeline, passed away. And I was, I was downhill until, you know, I... She, she just reminded me I have to think about when I think about them, think about good memories. And that's what I've been actually living off of these last, you know, four months since it's changed. You know, and, and thinking about that and thinking about good energy and people who, you know, tend to come around and suck that bad energy into you. So, you know, I try to try to keep all of that out of my vortex. You know, with with such a great loss, I don't have the energy nor the time to deal with those negative spirits. So I have to avoid it at all costs, even if it means, you know, blocking folks out. So that's what I've been working on, you know, getting that, you know, good energy back. Trent, I have a question for you. What are some of the things that you do to keep that positive attitude? Because, um, you know, we, we're we all going to have those days, you know, as much as I, I work and try and as you guys do as well, we have those days. Like, you will have them. What do you do? What 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 works for you? What works for me is, honestly, is, is writing. Um, I've, I've been a writer since, mm-hmm. you know, from the early days, writing songs and then turned into writing books. So I, I put my, my feelings on paper. And go back and read them Like I don't even know the author So that kind of motivates me To keep me going And You know I, I, I write for, for healing I did it when my father passed And I actually find myself doing it With Greg and my mother passing You know I write to get into that space And I get into that space By meditating And I still do that I meditate 5 o'clock in the morning Still do that 
and uh, you know, before I get my day started, I take two hours to myself. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard it, um, the part about the the meditation, but um, that's something that I've just really either. dived into, um, and I was going to share uh, with the people, with our audience, um, just the one that I've been doing um, and some of his, I guess, I wouldn't say trainings, but just some of his speakings that um, mm-hmm. That has just really helped me lately, and I'm gonna send them out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send them to you uh, through Facebook. I'll just message you some of the ones that have really helped me over the past few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That works. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes like I, you know, I was telling a good friend of mine, sometimes the encouraging needs encouraging, and my stress level has been at an all-time high. And as as you both know, you know, from the from the platform that I come from, I've always been an open book with everything. And, you know, sometimes we, we need that. And this last five months I've needed it badly. So, you know, it's appreciated. I have a, I have a question for both of you. Um yeah. so in 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 speaking about, you know, cutting off bad energy or people who bring bad energy, what if it is someone you that that you have been taught uh, or you believe, hey, listen, I can't do this, or, you know, or what if you feel imprisoned to the person or you feel indebted to the person and so it's hard, you know, to cut them off because, you know, something that they may have done for you. Um, how do you approach those situations? And And let me give an example. Let's say, let's say Trent and I grew up together. I always had Trent back. Let's say Trent fell on hard times, and I was right there, you know, giving him money to pay, you know, his his, his rent or his mortgage, his, his bills, uh, helping him out, you know, um, you know, it, it, you know, and then when he finally got on his feet, you know, you know how people can can kind of keep you in, in, in bondage because of things that they've done for you in the past, but you feel guilty or, you know, you feel, you, you feel like you, even though you know this person, you know, is no longer good for you, but at the same time, you remember, you know, what they did for you uh, when you had nothing and nobody else, but you also know you know, it's time to turn that person loose. How do you do that? It's something that you said um, early on. You have to think about self first. Huh? I mean, when you get in those times and you feel like you're being, you're caught up in this rapture, you're caught up in this bondage of a person who's done something for you, and you know that you've moved past from that. Um, you can't, you can't constantly and, and you know repeatedly imprison yourself by allowing other people to hold you bonded for what they've done for you. You, you follow what I'm going? If you've gone past yep. that and you've, you, you you know, you've gone past that and you're doing better mentally for yourself, let's not talk about tangible things. When you're doing better mentally for yourself, you you know, you should want to save yourself first. Like, hey, is this, is this relationship worth me losing myself again over? By this person mm. actually continuing to hold me in bondage? 
you know. And the, the, the only thing that keeps us from moving forward and going forward in life is our own thoughts. You know, it's our own thoughts. I agree. So I say, you know, I, I'd say, hey, who's who's more important? Your, you know, your mental your mental stability and your your healthy environment and your peaceful space, or that friend, or supposedly quote unquote friend who wants to keep you stuck and in prison from what they've done for you four or five years ago. What's what's more important, mm. your peace, or keeping that friendship? And if someone's actually you know, happy with your misery, and you guys weren't friends in the first place. Hmm. Um, Ronnie, this is Tammy. Uh, to add to that, and I, I agree with everything Trent says, I think it's also important that we keep the now. What are you now? Because how you how 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 you were to me, or how what you did for me has nothing to do with where we are now. Who are you to me today, and who have you consistently been? So I, and I'm glad you asked that question, because I'm, I'm, I'm so in the now until it's just, it's, it's now, it's today, it's not what you did or what I did, and if we can't dismiss all of that and move forward to where we are um, and, and I'm going to use the word equally, and I'm not saying that we have to be equal every day in the same way. But this, this, whatever relationship it is, whether you're my friend from seventh grade, whether I just met you, you, we, we, we have ha- we have to have some common ground, and on that common ground, we need to be scratching each other's back properly. Not that you scratched mine 10 years ago and now you feel like um, I owe you something. Because if I owe you Mm -hmm. something based on what you did for me 10 years ago, then what you did for me was more for you than me. And so I just Mm -hmm. said, who are you today? Who are you right now before me? And if if it's different from if people are going through some things, but even with that, as as a friend, I can't sit back and let you just keep going through it and knowing that it's not even good for you. Yeah. So let I got to excuse me, people, tonight, but I got to pick you pick you up. I got to get you up out of your own. Yeah. And if that means, let me tell you something. You know, go ahead, let me, Trent. Let me let me let me tell you something. I'm glad you actually asked that question. I've lost a lot of friends in the past five months, and I'm just learning at this age right now. Who's who was actually significant in my life? Who's actually been consistent in my life and constant in my life? There are a handful of one handful of people, besides the listeners from the conversation with Trent show, who know how I really felt, what I felt for my mother, what I did for my mother, that my brother was my best friend. Tammy was one of those people. A handful of people on one hand reached out to me about the loss of my my mother and my brother. Because everybody's always saying, oh, he's okay, he's fine, he's, everything, he's fine. No, I'm not fine. No, I'm not fine. And that's how I realized that, hey, you know what? Let me put this one on the, as Samuel would say, the block list. I'm not even interested in conversation with you anymore because you're not even there in my, you know, in my mental need. Like at least a phone call or something. You, you know what I mean? Mm. So... I had to separate myself from a lot of folks. 
So no, nah, I don't. I don't have. You know, no access. Access has been not granted. So you know, I'm not an open book anymore as far as that. Where no, you don't have access to me anymore. I'm done with that. And, part and I'll head. add. And I'll add this to what you guys have been saying too. Um, and and then there's another subject that I do want to touch on. Um, but I'll add this too. I think sometimes we get when when we are focused. When we are focused, when we are looking ahead, when we are looking upward, and we are mm-hmm. focused on whatever it is that uh, we are supposed to be doing, when we set goals and we come up with a plan to um, achieve them, or you know, we we get so wrapped up in what we are supposed to be doing. I've noticed um, people fall off. Anyway, like you don't even have to cut them off. They just fall off because it's just like, it's just like if you think about, if you think about transportation, if I'm going, if I, if I'm getting on a plane to go to California because my mind is set on California, I I, I either need to go to California, I want to go to California. For whatever reason, anybody who does not want to go to California is not going to get on the plane that I'm on. And I think life works the same way. Once people find out where you're going, either they are going to go in a different direction or they're going to try to stop you from going there. But I've noticed, especially here lately, that people that I've been close to, people that, like, I was, you know, at one point in my life, they were a a significant part of my life, that now I have to, like, you know, stop and think, oh, shoot, what happened to so-and-so? Or I didn't even realize that there were no text messages for months. I didn't even realize it because I wasn't even thinking about it. Because, you know, I, I've been so busy, number one, you know, taking care of my daughter and, 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 and you know, and being a husband, you know, to my wife. Most of, the, most of the time, it's like everything else, it, you know, it, 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 it's, it's on the back burner anyway. Yeah. You know, like, other than getting up and going to work. Nothing else is, is you know, is a guarantee. Yeah. You know, and, and I know Tim and I took the time off. Go ahead, Trent. That That's a great way of looking at it as far as, you know, taking flight and what have you. I'm, I'm a true believer in, in, in seasons. I believe that people walk in and out of each other's seasons every single day. There's a purpose you encounter these different individuals, these different spirits, they're all for lessons. So I think I'd, I'd like to say I've, I've been real good at, you know, knowing when the season is up, when it's time to, to move forward and move on. A lot of people can't handle those different, you know, change of seasons. They, can, they can't handle that. You know, they want to hold mm-hmm. on to that, what I did for you, as you would say earlier, what I did for you, or this and, you know, this and the third. Nah, when, you, when your season's up, 
your spirit man is going to tell you, hey, it's time to move, time to go. That's why you never missed the, the, the text or the, the call of, wow, what happened to so-and-so? The season was up. Time to move on. Yeah. What do you guys yeah. think about um what what do you guys think about um this sense of entitlement that has kind of taken over <laughs> our society? <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 <laughs> I had to switch gears on you. So that that was something that uh um it's something that it's something that I that I see a lot, and it and it's something that um, I don't know. It it, it bothers me. Um, there, there's no there, there's no there's no such thing as work ethic anymore with a lot of people, and right. it's gimme gimme gimme. Um, take, there's take, a lack take. of appreciation. And as much as people like to blame or judge the younger generation, millennials, as we like to say, the old, the older generation is just as bad. <laughs> and I don't mean, you know, it, it's like it's like nobody is exempt. Like I, I see it from people of all ages, and I'm like. Wait a minute. When did we become a group of people that you owe me something? When we started taking God out of everyday life. Like that that's why it's all the way across the board. It's just not the kids, but when we started taking God out of everyday life. I can remember mm-hmm. you know, when I was in, in in grade school and you know, we pray before the, in in our homeroom class. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We start taking God out of it. We took God out of everything, man. There's no love anymore. God is taken mm-hmm. out of everything, and everything has to be politically correct. And you know, you got to watch what you say to the LGBTs and the uh, the queers and steers and all these other foolishness. And you got to watch what you say, or you're gonna be condemned for life. But we've taken God out of everything, man. That's why we're walking around like ants. Well, actually, you know what? Walking around worse than ants because ants are like uniformed. You know they 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 do everything together. So I'll take that back. We're just mm. a lost we're just a lost race, not just black white everybody. It's a human thing. We're a lost human race, man. And no one knows the way to get back. Well, actually we do, but you know and it's very simple. But you know they say some of the most simplest things are. The most difficult for a lot of folks to understand. Do you all think it's too late? Do you think we've gone too far? Do you think that it's gone too far? Me personally, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, I see. yeah, see, I, think, I, I, think, I think so. Yeah, Rodney, I, I thought think about the day I called you. I thought about when I called you and said, Rodney, I think we just need another flood or something. Something's got to happen because this is like, when you see it, so much of it, yeah. and it was just—it's like you don't—you don't know where to go. To the point where it—it it made me question right. everything that I'm doing. Like, am I truly wasting my time? Because 
although I don't get caught up in the numbers, at the same time, by the time you find that one, you're so yeah. exhausted and depleted yeah. mm-hmm. out of it until you think, why? You know, what am I doing and why? Right. Here's the thing. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. So, on, on a totally different, not to change you guys' subject, but this just just a thought that came to my, my, my head, a conversation I had with someone a couple of weeks ago. They were talking about transgender, right? And uh, started calling, you know, this this guy started calling this male a she, like her. And, you know, when he was talking, he was saying her, and it's a known man. And I'm looking at him. This guy's, you know, is in his 40s. And the person he was speaking on was this famous um, uh, rapper dude, uh, Big Frida. And but he was addressing her, him, as a her. So I'm mm. like, you realize what you're saying to me, brother? He said, what you mean? I said, you you talking as if this guy is a is a, is a female. He's like, well, everybody's saying it. Every, that's what everybody says. I say, but it's clearly a man. And it got me to thinking. I'm like, so we just we we're following, we're all in the downward spiral. And whatever the masses say, that's what we're going with. And, and that's how society is today. It's like whatever the masses say, that must be it. So I'm going to, no matter, hey, it's going down this drain. I'm going to follow this, you know, I'm going to follow these people down this drain. So to go back and re-answer that question again, I, I think we, like she said, it's going to have to take a big flood, a big fire or something to get these mindsets changed, man. Because it's like, it's clear, crystal clear. Some of this stuff is crystal clear, man, very simple. But yet we still do those things. We still call a known man a she when it's clearly a man. And we, we, you know, and society does that. Like we have to follow those rules of, well, you know, he changed his sex, so Bruce is now Caitlin. Bullshit. Bruce is Bruce. No matter how many times I think that's I think that's why uh, I think that's why it, it it's too late to turn around or, or we've gone too far because yeah. Yeah. we live we live in a society where you 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 cannot like you were saying earlier in the show Timmy about you know being judged and um, you know th- that's not normal. The problem is there are too many people who think that they are normal or what they do is normal, and they they have no substance for thinking that what they do is normal versus what you do, and and, and so they they think that you are the one who's not normal when in all actuality, you know, judging somebody, right, judging somebody. You know, maybe the norm, but it, it, it it's not the right thing to do. And right. we we live in a society where the few people who don't agree with the masses, if you try to raise up and say something, then all of a sudden you are damned to hell. Yep. You can't, uh, you know, especially on what Trent is saying, you can't have an opinion that 
differs from everybody else, even if everybody else is wrong, you can't have an opinion without being stoned to death. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I look at, um, and I'll and I'll use uh, sports as an example. And Trey probably saw this today. I look at uh, so Eli Man in the news came out today that he was being benched. Right. Regardless of how somebody feels about Eli Manning being benched, the people who are just jumping on, oh yeah, about time, blah blah blah. To me, they they haven't been following the team because exactly. if you follow the team, you know that there are bigger <clears throat> issues than Eli Manning. Than Eli but, Manning, correct. But but Twitter says jump on Eli Manning. Facebook says, ESPN says, this is the problem, so people go along with it. But it's just another example. It's just like every time something you notice, and and I don't know why I thought about this, but I was watching Nadia's Bottles this morning, uh, and and the thought came to mind. When was the last time somebody talked about gun control? We haven't heard it. Why? Because there hasn't been no. a mass shooting in the past two weeks. Exactly. But let there be a mass shooting tomorrow, we're going to start hearing gun control again. When was the mm-hmm. last time somebody talked about social injustice or police brutality? We're not talking about it. We're not marching. No. And, because and you it know hasn't what? happened recently. Exactly. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're such a lukewarm folk, man. We're just... We we don't talk about the you know social injustice anymore because uh, a public figure like Jay Z just cut a deal with the same NFL that was totally against Colin. He still doesn't have a job today, but hey, Jay Z's making money moves. Well, that's Jay Z's money. What about <laughs> the social injustice that we started with? So we're lukewarm people, man, and that's all around the board: white, black, every. We're lukewarm. We would jump on the hottest thing, the hottest thing. You take up a cause and don't even know what you're taking up. Mm-hmm. Lukewarm folk, man. And just like you said, if Twitter says something totally against it, it must be law. It must be written in in in, in Second Timothy somewhere. You know, they're gonna they're gonna run with it and roll with it. You know, again, we as a human race have failed not only the planet. But, you know, we fail God. And that's just the truth. Jamie, I have a question for you. Um, where do we go from here? For, 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 the, for the people who may be, um, who may not have those popular opinions or, you know, who may not be considered normal, what they do is normal. Where do those people go from here? People like us? Are you saying? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't think we really have to, I I don't worry about where do, I just, I just want to make sure that I go where I, where I want to go. And I feel like I need to go. And I cannot say that there's a, 
there's a certain place um, because I think with the journey that people like us have decided to take, it is the road less traveled. It truly is. Um, and that mm-hmm. being said, I think it's also the most unknown road. And for me, that's difficult because I am one that I like to know. Um, I want to feel like I'm I'm in control of of, of what I'm doing, what I'm going to do, and so forth. So I think the best place to go is not to go there, not to go in the zone of where do we go from here, just make sure that we're equipped for the going. Um, And that means going back to that meditation, making sure that we have what we need spiritually, internally, mentally, emotionally, um, and that we have someone who is pouring back into us, that we're not always just giving. So uh, for me, I get the question, but for me, the answer is that um, I don't feel that there's this certain place that we go, that, that I have to know where that I'm going. I just need to make sure that I'm e- equipped to go and and wherever that may be. Because for me, I've learned that, gosh, just as soon as you think you know um, where you're going, um, God kind of snatches the map from up under your feet. So <laughs> totally he reroutes you. So. Totally agree. That's my answer. Okay. I'm waiting for yours. <laughs> no, I no, I, I agree with what you said. I, I, I like the word equip because I, I think a lot mm-hmm. of times that, you know, we, we don't, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, we are ready for the next phase or, or the next, the next level or the next part of our lives. And I think, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a huge part of it, uh, making sure that we are prepared because um, something that I thought about earlier when you and Trent were talking, and, um, and that's just how much life changes. And, you know, as life changes, you know, and as our life changes, you know, these things that we've been talking about, you know, as far as like losing people and, um and and relationships changing with people you know i think that we have to be prepared for that because if we're not prepared i think that's how we end up going backwards or or becoming stagnant because we are not prepared for the next step and you know i was even telling my principal um you know a few weeks ago that there are a lot of people who turned 18 but never became an adult just by listening to their conversations or watching their behaviors. You can tell these are people who are 30, 40, 50 years old, and you're like, man, this is what I expect from a child. I don't expect adults to talk like this. But it made me think about the people that I grew up with and how life, once life started to change, you know, the people that you grew up with, all of a sudden, you don't necessarily talk to them anymore. And it doesn't mean that you're any better than them or, you know, you're you're ahead of them. It just, it, I think it just shows how 
you know, as life changes, for whatever reason, you notice that, you know, you lose contact with people and you gain contact with other people. But I think, you know, uh, I like what Timmy said about being equipped because, you know, you have to be prepared. And I think that's how people, when storms come in in our lives, I think that's how we get knocked off track because we are not prepared. Or we can't break away from situations or we can't break away from things that are not um, good for us or healthy for us because we're not we're not ready. We don't know how. We don't know how to tell people no. We don't know how to hit the reject button when when, you know, we are trying to um you know, be 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 still and be silent. So I think you know that that's another um I think that's another part of it. I agree. I agree. For sure. For sure. And we, we when we say the the right thing to the wrong people and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not speaking up um even for the things that we don't agree with. You know, we don't we normally don't speak up and if we do we we speak it to the person that does not really need to hear it, you know. Or is not has no uh desire or sometimes the ability to do anything about it. So, mm-hmm. so I got a, I got a question. It's just all messed up. Okay. Which one of you guys came up with this topic? Oh, this was all Tammy. <laughs> you talking about yeah, the one I mean, tonight? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just a random, you know, the random conversation. Hello? I did. Why? Oh, okay. I'm just curious. I was just curious. <laughs> it's sure it's random conversation. Yeah, that's good though. That's needed. You know, you're getting to the thoughts and the and the minds. That's good though. Real good. That's what actually caught my attention. That it was going to be a random conversation, and trying to figure out why I wasn't tagged in it. No shade, but you know, hey. Hmm. There's I'm another block going right there. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, but no, good um good conversation, man. Good conversation. I I wanna throw one thing out before we get ready to uh bring it to a close. And I don't know who threw this question out there, but um I think another thing that has happened, there, there is, um, you know, kind of like going back to how did we get here, the entitlement. I think, Rodney, that's what you said. I think you said something about how did we get to the point that yeah. people feel so entitled um, to almost everything, like even to entitled to your life, who you are and how you should be and what they want you to do and how they want you to do it and and all of that. Um There's no difference in people today, in my opinion, meaning even if, and I'm not saying that our our grandmothers and our uncles and aunts were, um, you know, all this and that, 
but there was a certain level of, there was a difference. Like grandmothers today versus grandmothers um, back then, it's a major mm-hmm. difference. I mean, it's just a major difference, even in in the aunties. And, and granted, I got some, and I'm, I'm more so talking about my great aunts. Um, they all have their things, but I can remember them saying things to me that maybe not have made sense then, but now. So we, we have stopped getting that wisdom. And wisdom can come from, well, a bit of wisdom. Any Anybody, if we listen enough, if we have these kind of conversations, um, like tonight, we've all given each other a little bit of something to take back. You, we have poured mm-hmm. into each other. We've stopped pouring mm-hmm. into people, and certainly with the truth, because I had those great aunts. They're going to tell you. I mean, they would tell you, we didn't always listen, but you heard it. And our our young generation have stopped hearing it. You know, it's gotten mm-hmm. to, and and I I don't I I don't know, but I have seen. This is interesting to me. Um, even when Brandon was in school, and he'd have his friends who. They like to sag, but when they would come around me, they would pull their pants up because I set that standard, you're not going to do that in front of me. And some of them I didn't have to tell. They just knew, no, you're going to have to pull your pants up around this one. So in a sense, we stopped telling our kids, and I'm just using this example, son, we, we, our men have stopped pulling, not all, have stopped pulling our kids, these young boys aside, and getting in their butt. They might have did their stuff, but we didn't know what they were doing until we got older. Meaning they might not have been perfect, but if a man Mm -hmm. tells a young boy about being a man, that young boy is going to hear it differently. And then if he shows him in his actions, or take up a little time, or even better, allow him to see how he did it wrong and how he wished he had did it different. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you with your you wife, take care of your children. You heard what you said, right? You heard what you said. Yeah, you said if a man would pull a, man, yeah. a young man to the side, if a man right. would, a man. these days it's hard to to, you know, decide for the two. These days, you know, most of these men are acting like women. You know, but most have of you these, all most seen of the these... clothes that they, that, that's there for you? That's ridiculous, for, for... Huh? It's crazy. I it's walked ridiculous. past some clothes and I thought, this is in the men's apartment. Is there really going to be a man coming here and buy this? Yes, the answer is yes. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. yeah. And it looks like it's yeah, somebody's curtain hanging up. So you know, so you know, I, I see all these. Uh, I see a lot of these guys get on these young kids, but we're not giving these young kids an example to follow. Right. So if we're not giving an example to follow, who, who are they going to follow? Which way are they going to go? They're going to be confused. So I man. think there are too many men in their feelings today. I think uh, I've never seen 
so many emotional men. I, I remember a time when men said yay or nay, or men said what they were going to do, and they did it, or, you know, when things when things came home, um, you know, and dad's question was, are you okay? Yes, move on. You know, yeah. but now, now it's, you know, <laughs> now you have so many men who get so caught up in their feelings about things mm-hmm. that don't really matter. So you see these long emotional Facebook posts or mm-hmm. you're reading long emotional um, emails or, you know, where, where men used to make music, you know, that people actually wanted to listen to. You listen, you, now you're hearing all of these feelings and you're like, when did men become so emotional and in their feelings? Not to say that there's anything wrong with showing emotion, but I mean right. to a point where it, it, it it's almost embarrassing as a man to see it. You know, men having, you know, you know, it it used to be men wanted to sit home on Sunday, you know, and drink a beer and watch the game. Now right. it's, you know, it's Wednesday night, it's Tuesday night. I want to see, you know, Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, and want to talk about that, it that kind of and want to chat about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then, and then want to come to work and have a conversation. I'm like, I, I, yeah. don't, I, I don't know where that came from. But we live in a society that promotes liberalism to the 10th degree. And everything goes, everything is okay, nothing you do is wrong. Yeah. It doesn't matter that, you know, um, it, it doesn't matter that, you know, you feel a certain way. It, well, this is what the world says you should accept and how you should live. So this is what you're going to do. And I think it's embarrassing. I think that we are lost. And I say to those people who think like we do, to stay strong, to keep your faith, and keep doing you as long as you are living. Right. Tammy, any announcements? Um, no, not just yet. Um, I will make one next week, though, um, just on a few things that I have going here. And, um, what, well, you know what, you guys, let me say one, because it may be of interest to um, both of you. But I'm working on sponsoring a documentary here, and I might have mentioned this before. But Richard Wesley wrote uh, the play, The Talented Tenth, and it is um, based on the concept of we will, as black people, we'll we'll get so far because of the crab 
in the bear mentality. And I saw the play some years ago, actually, when Brandon was in college. They, they, um, the Black History Club or something put it on. But it is one of the best plays I ever seen. I'd never heard of it or heard about it um, until that. And so it has followed me all these years. I've actually reached out to Richard a couple of times before, and it just seemed that we could not truly connect. Um, But this time we have, and we're working on doing it that here. And if it's successful, I would like to take it anywhere that it has not been and 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 maybe perhaps if if it's been there because I want it to be more more about more than just about the play itself but but have a q and a and talk about it because it addresses some issues that are happening now, like in our everyday lives, and then there's another one um the documentary a fatherless world um mm-hmm. I saw this this is actually a documentary as well, but when I went to see it some years ago. Um, the theater, and it, it's one that you have to purchase and you put it on yourself, and you have it at a, well, I guess where, but this particular person, and it was a white person that had it at a theater, so you bought your tickets online and all of that, and then you went, and so it wasn't like you were going through the movie theater, but it too was one of the best documentaries that I have ever seen because it truly and it, it wasn't uh, prejudice as far as um, race and things like that. And I think it's, it's so good to know, and not that this is a great thing, but the black race is not an – the fatherless issue in the black race is not an isolated issue. When I tell you there are just as many white men who, have, who grew mm-hmm. up fatherless. But I think that the, the – not think – this system, this world portrays it as, um, especially with our, our young, not saying that it's not an issue because it is, and, and, and I would like to take color out of it, but every time I look in the mirror, I'm going to tell you guys what I see. I'm a black woman. And it's not saying that I don't care about what goes on, but my race, our race, need help. We need some deep help. And um, our young men they need help. Our young ladies, they need help. Some of the things I see, some, even some of the young ladies that I know, that I've sat with, how their bodies have become, oh, my gosh, I don't, I don't know, a selling tool, basically, on Instagram, on Facebook. And I'm thinking, if you were my daughter, I would do just what I've seen and, or my son. Some of the few men and women that I've seen where since you, this, is, this is how we're going to be, turn the camera on. Let's give the world something to see. Turn it on. Let's, mm-hmm. let's give them something to see. But it's like nothing's being said. So those are two things that, um, two of three things I'll say, and I'll save the other one that I'm working on. Um, it's going to take a lot of work, especially the play, meaning getting people to audition. I've reached out to a few people that I thought would have been interested, haven't heard anything about from them. And that goes back to what Trent was saying. You know, people people want you to support them, 
and and I and I'll you'll see them post things like you know well nobody does this does well who do you support what are you supporting you know it's easy to get people or to want people to support you but like we say Rodney let this go somewhere somebody mm-hmm. want to be able to do a taking tickets they want to do the announcements now and I'm telling y'all the answer is not no but hell no not even no hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just where it is with me, Rodney and Trent. I'm over people. I'm over people. If what you got to give I'm right there with you. ain't good enough, I'm sorry. I'm not waiting around for you to come around when you are ready and get on this boat because it's now sailing. Uh-uh. You better help get it in mm-hmm. the water. Because if you don't, guess what? You're going to be standing at the door just like everybody else paying. Don't have anybody calling in there to tell Tammy to, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Everybody that's supposed to be in here didn't pay, it's already in here. <laughs> and that's just where I am today. So that's all I have. I'm right there with you. Well, let me know, Tammy, um, how how uh, Samaria and I can uh, support or help. And we definitely will. Uh, Trent, do you have anything uh, going on? No, not at the moment, brother. Not at the not at the moment. Not at the okay. moment. Just trying to regroup. Okay. Tell me those uh, those those plays uh, documentaries. They uh, they they sound really interesting. Um, will they be um, um, eventually like on video? Where like people can buy them? Well, the Talented Tenth is actually a play that it has it has been produced several places. Um, so I don't know if you can actually get it on video. It is I know that when Brandon when they put it on now, this was the Strange Fruit organization that put it on. And if you go on YouTube and Google maybe like UT Knox Strange Fruit or something like that or Talented Tenth at UT Knox or just the Talented Tenth play, you may be able to get a few, you know, just little bits and pieces of it. Um, so I'm not sure about DVD, though, and, and probably not with the documentary as well. With the documentary, The Fatherless World, you do purchase it um, and you have the right to show it as you see fit um, or where. And I think you only have the rights for so long or something like that. But um, I don't believe you can get them on DVD and just, like, sell them or you're not supposed to. I'll say that. You're not supposed to. Okay. But with the play, you know, okay. it's actually a live play that, that is put on and it's it just addresses a lot of our issues down to the light skin, dark skin, um, thing that we play with ourselves amongst our race and how, you know, some black men back in the day felt I have to pick a light-skinned woman in order to get where I need to get, uh, but yep. he's in love with the darker-skinned woman but leaves her behind but then finds himself kind of still dipping and dabbing because he never stopped loving her. Just It was just based. So it, it hits a lot of lot of things. That we see happening. Today. Okay. Okay. So, I like that. And yeah, I did say uh, that I was going to give you guys. 
uh, uh, right before I did tell the people that Joe Dispenza is the name of the guy that um, has just some fabulous things on, like your thoughts, meditating, your mind, um, just in how to live your life from a better place internally. How what what's inside, you know, what's inside of us is what we give out. And so I have just really enjoyed it. And it's Joe Dispenza. And Rodney, I did send it to Samaria again, so I don't know if uh, she got it this time either. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, let her know. I, will let okay. her know. I think Nadia is keeping her busy. <laughs> but uh, definitely, uh, same here as you, Tammy. Uh, definitely some things in the in the work, some things in the making, and uh, looking forward to uh, sharing some good news over the next few months. Uh, Trent, thank you again for being on with us, Tammy. It was great being back on. Uh, to everyone no who problem. tuned in or who will listen to the archive show. Uh, we appreciate you guys supporting us. Uh, feel free to reach out. Uh, if you have a show topic idea um, or anything, just uh, even if you just want to comment, um, let us know how we're doing. But but uh, we love to hear from you guys. Until next Tuesday, we hope everyone has a great night and a blessed week. Good night, everybody. I know.